and welcome to another episode of All That Film. Looks like we're going to be releasing the zombie verse on this one uh, with Zack Snyder's newest film on Netflix of all places, uh, Army of the Dead, uh, with our lead Dave Batista. I'm your host Hay, and I'm joined with Todd and Mungo to review this uh, this interesting film. Um, I have one thing to th- okay. Wait, actually, Todd and Mungo, uh, do you know anything about like the the mass audience response to this? No. Um, no, like, I think it was well-received, but I don't know. Not really. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So that's why I was wondering that because, uh, and I'll get into this in a second. It has a 2.9 on, uh, Letterboxd and it has a 6.1 on IMDb, which are not great. Um, not the best. I mean, it's higher on Letterboxd, but... Uh, actually, no, it's not higher on Letterboxd to 5.8. Yeah, 5.8. Yep. Um, but yeah, I I just, I was a little surprised just because uh, one would assume with how Justice League has gone that <laughs> the diehard cultists would, you know, sort of follow Snyder and be like, okay, we support this too. So now I'm sort of wondering, and this is my question for y'all, and we'll we'll get right into the movie after. Um, do y'all think the release the Snyderverse people are only here for the DC stuff? Because this is on Netflix, like the most popular streaming service. Um, yeah, it seems like they're very DC based. Because I heard like relatively little hype related to you, this. You you broke up for us. Just letting you know. Oh, sorry. Uh, I think yeah that he seems or to is be that more... online. Mungo. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing Todd. Yeah. Do you want me to keep going? I don't know if A can hear us, though. Oh, no, he can't hear us. That's the problem. Hello? Hello? Hello. Hello. Uh, if it happens again, I'll switch to the... Hey, Dad? Do you want to say anything about Army of the Dead? He said, not enough blood. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, sorry, Todd, what was your point about... Uh, uh, we're recording Army of the Dead right now. No, yeah. <laughs> um, what were you saying about the Justice League followers? It seems like they were more stuck to just DC stuff than I would have thought. Because, yeah, Zack Snyder's fan base, that's interesting to hear that this is rated lower. I would have seen, especially on opening weekend, it having a slightly higher rating just because so many fans flock to it. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just numbers-wise, I almost kind of wanted to compare it to... Like, I know Woman in the Window's been out an extra week, so I guess I'll, I'll remember, I'll jot this down for my own headcanon. Uh, mm-hmm. Woman in the Window is at 62K viewed, and Army of the Dead currently, after the first weekend, is at 47. Um, Interesting. So if it's at, like, 80, that's, I mean, that's good, but, like, I, I'm just, I'm surprised because, you know, there was a lot of noise 
created with the release of Snyder Cut stuff. But with that said, we'll get into the actual review uh, for the film. Mungo, I'll let you go first. What are your thoughts on Army of the Dead? So, uh, I'm a big fan of Dawn of the Dead by Zack Snyder, the 2004 version. So, I was really excited for this one, and I absolutely loved it. It's dumb, but it's fun. The, um, I don't like certain things about it, but I'm going to get into that in, in the spoiler section. But yeah, I, it's, it's really fun. The soundtrack is amazing. The opening sequence is brilliant, especially the credits. Um, the acting is not bad at all. Dave Bautista is actually pretty good in this. Uh, but yeah, it's a really fun movie by Zack Snyder. Yeah. I... Here's an interesting... So I haven't seen Dawn of the Dead, uh, the 2004 version. I've only seen Night of the Living Dead. Um, I really oh. like this as well. I was very surprised. I now want to go back and watch like a lot of these I, I just thought I was like okay Night of the Living Dead kind of gave me enough fixation um, and now seeing this like obviously I think this is different um, than what I'm going to get out of a lot of those but I almost kind of want to go back just because there was so much zombie saturation when I first watched uh, first watched uh, Night of the Living Dead but now at mm. this point it's like okay there, there's a reason it was oversaturated because these were good um and there weren't you know eight different zombie properties that were coming out um you know warm bodies walking dead all that stuff uh zombie land but uh yeah no i i really enjoyed it one one thing that i think uh, i'm willing to argue with people i don't and i get i get what people mean by this but i don't know if this movie is necessarily dumb i just think I don't know how to explain it. Like, I get people say, like, oh, it's dumb and it knows it's dumb. But at the same time, like, I just feel like this is what the heist genre is. And I love the heist genre. So, for instance, in, like, Ocean's Eleven, if someone told me Ocean's is dumb, but they still like it, I would understand where they're coming from. But at the same time, like, I'd be like, well, you know, that's how that's how heists are. Like, it's just... The format, it, Todd talked about this with YA stuff. Sometimes people don't necessarily understand like what the genre is um, in the confines yeah. that it operates in. Um, but it, to that degree, like I love the heist stuff. I thought all the characters for a heist movie were really well done because, again, it, heist movies are always like pretty tropey. Uh, yeah. And I, I heard from some people, they're like, yeah, I needed... I needed more from these characters. I thought we got the perfect amount of of this stuff. I thought all of them were great. Uh, Mungo, I'm glad you mentioned. I thought Dave Batista was awesome. Um, just as a because a couple people had mentioned, you know, he's not he's not to the rock level fame yet uh, in terms of wrestling because he hasn't really led a film, and here he is, kind of doing that. And I really like his presence. Um, so an, another standout that I was going to mention is uh, Omari Hardwick. I thought he was great, too. Uh, I won't even say what, what I called him in the movie, because semi-spoiler. But uh, Todd, what were your thoughts on the film? So I liked this film. I uh, just came back from a weekend of being away from films completely, which, if you know me, is a big deal. So this was the first one I saw when I got back, and I experienced all sorts of emotions. I think it does a couple things for me. It really establishes Dave Bautista as a lead for me, where like some of his comic films I had seen, I just thought were 
not that great in terms of really establishing him as like the true lead in something. And I, I liked this quite a bit. Uh, he held it on his own. He didn't need necessarily like a comic sidekick to make him funny, if that makes sense, like some of the other films do. So I like Dave Batista. I loved the gore in this when they had it, although I agree with your dad, who apparently wants more blood. I would have <laughs> I would have liked to have seen this. If anything, I would have liked to have seen this lean in to a little bit of the gore more and a little bit of the the wackiness. Um Without getting too into it, I would say my biggest disappointment was like probably the last 30 minutes or so of the movie, uh, which was, uh, in my opinion, uh, kind of confusing compared to, say, like what I liked about the buildup of it. The zombies looked cool. I had fun. Yeah. I had fun. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> we can get into it a little bit more in spoilers. Um, but I, I do see where you're coming with, with, uh, the last act of this film. It is long. I, I... Yeah. It's a very long film. Yeah. Uh, also something funny. It's that, uh, a lot of critics are criticizing the amount of gore in this movie. And they are saying that it should be less gore. Oh, well, those people, I, I, I just love gore. So I feel like if you're going to do a gory movie, do a really, really gory movie. So I loved what I saw. I just wanted a, I just wanted a little bit more of it. Completely agree. I completely yeah, agree. Yeah. Okay. Uh, special guest, my dad has returned. Uh, dad, what would you give this out of 10? I know you haven't given any of your thoughts. Uh, six. Six out of 10. Gotcha. Mongo, what would you give this out of 10? 8.1. 8.1, gotcha. Uh, Todd, what would you go with? 6.5. 6.5. 6, 6.5, gotcha. I, I didn't know we could do decimals. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably go with uh, an 8.3. I really I really enjoyed it. I had a ton of fun. Um, but maybe it was, I don't know if you, were you serious with the blood comment? There should have been no, more? I was joking. Okay, There's a lot Todd of, actually a lot of wants more blood. That's why I was checking. Oh. I actually did in the middle. In the middle, I wanted a little bit more blood, uh, but really, that's just me. I really enjoyed it. I just I'll never watch it again. Probably. I mean, it's a yeah. one time. We we can get into sport. When I told my dad about this, I was like, "Yeah, it's a zombie heist." He was like, "What?" <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll we'll get into full spoilers on this. Um, so if you haven't seen the movie, um, don't stick around because. Uh, You'll you'll miss all the spoilers, uh, like Dave Batista having to knife his wife, um, which is yeah. uh, super tragic. Um, that's what you know. I, I it's it's one of those things that's. Uh, but you knew the daughter was going to have to kill him. Oh, for sure. That's <laughs> <laughs> like when he was telling his daughter, "You don't understand what I had." But to it do. was almost okay. So. <laughs> So the only thing, the thing I think I walked away like enjoying this more is that it almost felt like knowing the tropes, like me and my dad would say something like that guy's going to say like, we're going to need a bigger safe cracker or something. <laughs> and then they would say it right after. And it's almost like, ah, they know, like they're in on it too. Um, so I, I found a lot of those bits really good. Uh, Mungo, you mentioned the opening. I thought the opening was incredible. Um, with the juxtaposition of all of well, I was Las so confused because I thought it was all over the world because yeah. they showed the Statue of Liberty and it looked like my dad forgot, uh, I forgot Statue, Statue of Liberty, Liberty is in, in 
Las in Vegas. Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it made but, sense. But yeah, Todd, to that point, so because well, I really liked how they did, just because I thought it was so absurd, they had the people running through that section of the wall, and then they just right. dropped the cargo <laughs> unit. Did you like that aspect with the, oh, with I, the blood? I love that. I loved that sort of stuff. I love, oh, since we're into spoilers, the tiger eating the head of the guy was <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. Like, that's the sort of thing I want and that I would have even handled more of. Because that's the thing about these dead movies is that they tend to be known for just their over-the-top gore and their social messages, basically. And this had over-the-top gore at parts. I just, yeah, I would have loved even more. I loved it. What about the doors closing on the guy? Yes, yeah, and then opening with the, with the final column hanging <laughs> in between the doors. Yep. Yeah, they I were stuff like that. <laughs> they were overly long with that because they they pushed the doors apart, and there was one little strand I, that yeah. lingers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I laughed so hard. At this we point. were we were very perplexed for a little bit, and I guess this is a spoil. This is a spoiler for movies to come, possibly. Um, with Chainsaw Guy, um, he's our, he might be our new protagonist, which I, I walked, uh, we really loved his character. We thought, I, I did not expect him to be like the lead or whatever. I really did not understand why Safecracker Guy Same. didn't lock him in the... So we, we were worried because we thought he was pushing him into the safe and then he'd throw the, the alpha zombie in there as well and then close it. And I was like, okay, that uh, makes sense. You got to sacrifice someone, sure. Gosh. But when he locked him in the safe, I was there was there was a certain degree of like morbidness where I was like, wait, is he just gonna suffocate in this safe? Like, yeah. <laughs> he has nowhere to go. Um, but yeah, I yeah. I really liked that last uh, little bit of it. I was very worried that they were bringing the alpha out of Las Vegas to be like, all right, let's start, you know. It's like the Bond's coming this way and the alpha guy's going the other yeah. direction. <laughs> That's not good. Um, but, yeah, uh, Mungo, what, what were some of your favorite scenes in the movie? Definitely the, the opening credits. I watched it on YouTube like eight times already. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm just going to say a scene that I didn't like at all, which is the ending, the the scene in the plane. I don't like. I I really didn't like the choice they made. So with, okay, uh, I guess I guess like for an argument for that a little bit, I almost considered that an after credits for like the next movie's preview, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I, but I'm, I but I'm like, with you. It feels very out of place for the movie. Yeah, it totally. But yeah, the the opening credits. Um, one fun fact: you haven't seen Don, but the guy who sings the song "Viva Las Vegas" in the opening credits is with Richard Cheese, who also sang uh, "Down with the Sickness" um, in the movie "Down of the Dead." The girl oh. who joins him at the middle of the song is Alison Crow, who sang "Hallelujah." In the end of Snyder Cuts. Nice. Oh, nice. Uh, well, I will say the most on-the-nose song uh, was when they played Zombies! <laughs> Zombies! <laughs> you know, the, the funny thing about that was I, I watched most movies with subtitles, and I could see Zombie by the Cranberries, 
come up before it played and when it came up i just went oh shit like uh i I don't know why but that was my reaction was yeah as much as it's a nice little tribute that that was so on the nose it almost came around and became like good and like amazing that 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 they had the guts to do it so I, I was very worried because I told I told my dad I was like yeah when they hit the bridge like they're really gearing up to where they hit the bridge and then zombies are gonna eat this guy and then they didn't so I was like this is almost like a bad choice and that's why it works because there's no zombies on screen. Um, I I really liked the, uh, the motivations for all the characters because we we were talking about it and you know most of the people there's just dumb stuff over and over like. Oh, oh wait, comedic talk stuff. about the helicopter the, pilot. No, we we'll get okay. to the helicopter. I was going to mention the YouTuber guy real quick. Okay, I thought that was a really funny addition. This guy who like vlogs killing zombies. <laughs> yeah, um, and he like adds in like little after effects when he edits it or whatever. Um, I thought he was a a really fun addition to the crew. Yeah. But yeah, the pilot is the I forget her name. She's the comedian. Nataro. Tignataro, yeah. Um, Did she not get shot in the head? <laughs> I just seemed like, you know, she's wiping off blood on the windshield. And I, <laughs> I thought, she survived that? I, th- I thought she got shot in the head, too. So she we were, we were confused when she was like, well, someone's got to fly this helicopter. <laughs> um, with, like, a bullet wound in the head. But I, I loved it because we knew, like, when she was going to get to the top, like, it would be a terrible helicopter. And the whole time, like, I liked her bit where she's talking to Batista and she's like, yeah, if you really think about it, like, I'm the number one guy. I'm the number one important no, guy on this crew. Well, two. no, she said number one at no, first. Six, and then she's yeah. like, safe guys. Okay, safe guys, number one. I'll give you that. Um, and then she's like, yeah, you and, and the other person, you guys are probably a solid tied for three. Um, but yeah, just just stuff like that. The comedic stuff I thought re- really worked well. Um but yeah, I agree. The only the only stuff that didn't really work for the, me in this was the ending, and then a little bit of the emotional beats, which I think are included in the ending. Like, but I think that's a general problem with like I love '80s action films, which I think this is kind of an homage to in some ways, like some parts of it at least. Um, and they always have this problem too. Just some of the emotional beats just don't hit as hard, or they feel so weird and awkward. You know what I mean, like relative to the comedic tone. That's, but that's you're, what you're saying. You're saying that Dave Batista growling is not. Um... <laughs> no, I, I. We were kind of excited to see a muscular zombie. Yeah, it was I the know. first time for for built and uh, yeah, scrawny and yeah. This gives zombies a good a good name. You know, it puts them in good light. Like I just want to put I want to put Zack Snyder on a lie detector test and ask him: Am I supposed to laugh? Or be sad. <laughs> like, I want to know at that moment, what do you actually well, we, think I should feel? Yeah. We were, because the whole thing, the look, maybe it's supposed to be super serious, and, and that's a good point, Todd. But the whole time we were like, oh no, he's going to get bit. And then he gets bit, and he's he grabs this gun. By the way, were those magic bullets or what? Um, <laughs> they were magic bullets. Yeah. <laughs> because it blows the zombie's head completely yeah. off. Like, it in half. Yeah. There was like a second reaction to it and his head splits. And we were just like, whoa. But also that makes no sense. Um, <laughs> That's funny. Would, would, would you have liked the ending better if it just so showed the, uh, the guy with the saw escaping the... Uh, 
the safe and like taking all the bags of money and then kind of feeling the back of his arm and realizing there were teeth marks. Yeah, something maybe more efficient. That actually might be something kind of cool. And that that it just felt so dragged out. I think it's weird. Yeah, yeah. I just thought him buying the plane. We we kept saying he could just fly coach and save some money. I yeah. said that. I said that. <laughs> Why did he have to waste all that money? Dad, Dad wanted him to go to Spirit Airlines. So. <laughs> but um, I think Southwest flies out of Vegas. Not yep. that Vegas. Um, yeah, I I also thought just in another aspect that I really liked um, that is typical in in all heist movies like planning thing beforehand um i thought the maniacal billionaire who wanted the money um i thought he was really i thought he really acted well and chewed up that scene uh when he says the easy peasy japanese <laughs> and the guy's like i think you're not allowed to say that and he's like he can say it he's japanese <laughs> like yeah. um all, all of those or even the um i forget the guy who's in raising hope uh i forget his name but he he mentions he's like yeah there's there's no freedom here anymore uh because we're not in the u.s and dave batista is like so we have well, more freedom. yeah if anything <laughs> we have more freedom um just just casual lines like that but one of my favorites was when they're doing the avengers style zoom around with all of them and they get to the safe guy who's never killed a zombie and he's just holding a bat with a bunch of nails. That was just like him, <laughs> him envisioning. What envisioning, yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, they'll give How me. How are we a... gonna kill these things? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I found a, a lot of that stuff really good. I, I, I really liked the very beginning with the uh, the soldiers. Oh my god! Talking about what they're carrying exactly. That was. Yeah. I really yeah. thought. I kept telling Hayden. I said, "Are you sure this is the beginning? Because it seems like." Well, I <laughs> there were no opening. You know, my dad. My dad was worried because normally to to the there's theater. yeah, you know. <laughs> When you see Godzilla versus Kong and there's two minutes of opening credits, um, <laughs> two minutes that's short, <laughs> but um, yeah, it, I, so I thought what this was gonna be, I guess I maybe I would have known this had I watched a lot more of the uh dead movies, but I thought that safe, I thought the cargo unit was gonna be all the money, so then it's when, when it's revealed to be the zombies, I was like, whoa, cool, um actually was like a slight surprise for me also i thought um what did you guys think of the queen and the in the two alphas as as villains you guys like them go ahead mongo yeah they, they were fun villains like a creative uh plot for a zombie movie um to make like in typical zombie movies you of course have the the zombies as a villain but uh, a bad guy let's say and I thought, like, the zombie queen and these two uh, alpha guys, they were a pretty, a pretty good villains, I would say. Yeah. I liked them. I liked the physicality of them. That part when the helicopter is taking off, and that one's, like, on the roof, and he's all pissed off. And Not he's getting away on my watch. Yeah, and it's got that, like, <laughs> fuck you attitude, like, in his face. And he just, like, runs. Uh, yeah, I was like, he's going to jump on that damn plane. And then he did. So, yeah. Oh, I, I like. I love. They really need to outfit all of the zombies with with metal helmets. That really seemed. To, <laughs> I know. It was, it was really, me. yeah, yeah. All the other zombies were like, "Hey, do we need to make a union or something?" How is it? <laughs> um, no, but um, one of the things I loved with with the Alpha and the Queen is when the other girl, the one of the main girls, like sacrifices herself, and she's just holding the head. 
and she drops it and it just bursts. Yes. Um and then he to Todd's point, like he just looks at it and you're right. That's when that's when he's like, I'm gonna end this whole plane's or helicopter's career no matter what. Like I'm taking down everything. One of the things though I wanted to mention, um I think the only thing that is distinctly Snyder, and I have not seen Down of the Dead, so correct me if there's there's marks that transfer here. I thought a lot of the zombie stuff was very much like that three hundred hyper masculine like eye on things or like the almost like godly view because that thing where they're transferring the queen's body um is very reminiscent of some of snyder's like known things that you know people would call him an auteur for um snyder makes zombies look like a little bit like their orcs from lord of the rings yeah Yeah, Yeah, absolutely and at least in this film he does and that uh i don't recall what they look like in dawn of the dead i think they're more grounded you know like they're just like like slow zombies yeah but in this film it was definitely different and i I, it was interesting it was i liked it then the queen's screams just were like oh somebody's scratching a chalkboard to me I think that's what it was supposed to be. Just, I don't know. It was, it sounded almost like the dinosaurs from the Jurassic yeah. Park movie yeah, or something, but it just, it, it like, it was. That's why I, I really like their, ears, I, I like their presence. I thought they were pretty, like Mungo was saying, I thought they were pretty effective. Uh, that's the thing that sometimes in zombie movies, um, or at least the ones I've seen, like, because zombies are just like a blob that, you know, go around, um, nothing like really distinct about them and i, I think they like did they a good job 3000 of them and yeah yeah, yeah you know they kill down. like a million zombies and you're like all right yeah, enough of this that's what i thought was a little different is it seemed like he cared for the queen yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. it wasn't especially when the zombie cried that was the most emotional <laughs> moment um, <laughs> little zombie babies did yeah um but yeah that that's uh that's pretty can, much it can, we got i bring up one thing yeah Oh, the part whenever they're first trying to get through the the security into the the area where the safe is, and the uh, circular saw guy says, you know, maybe we've all been here before. Oh, yeah, dude, that was was bizarre. They they distinctly showed a key, (laughs) a skeleton, which I thought was symbolic of something, and I guess it was nothing. I thought, whoa, that's a huge twist here, but that turned out to be nothing. And I I, I really liked how it that's funny because in the opening credits we can see that that guy has a degree in philosophy. Ooh, so he has a degree in philosophy. Oh, oh so maybe okay. that's why. Okay, okay. Saw guy is more than just the saw. <laughs> <laughs> Much deeper than that. Um, I also wanted to talk about the prequel that's coming out. What? What, what, is, guy... what is that about? What is it called? I don't know. I don't. I can't pronounce this word in English. Army of something. Thieves. Army of yeah, <laughs> it's about it's about the safe guy. It's like a, a ice that the safe guy did Another before. Ice! Let's go. Oh, interesting. <laughs> and it's directed by him. Like I think he wrote he read the script, and he loved the character so much that he did a movie about him. It says this is supposed wow. to come out in 2021. That's crazy. And they're also doing. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's a series or a movie, but an anonymous movie about like 
another event that happened inside of Las Vegas. Oh, Interesting. nice. No, I, I like this sandbox that they're playing in, so that's, that's cool with me. Yeah, I would definitely watch more movies in this world. Yeah, are there any other spoilers you guys need to hit or nah? No, I'm good. There's, there's something I want to talk about, the last thing. It's the rain part, where the French girl talks about the rain, where the zombies come back to life. I was oh, yeah, expecting like something to happen, right. and then maybe, nothing maybe happens about the, that. Maybe it's going to be in the prequel or... And, and yeah, that was a good point because me and my dad were confused, especially when the zombies were sleeping, and then they were they accidentally woke one up, and then they had to start shooting them all. Also, uh, look, don't want to be that guy. Myth busted the whole uh, bullet blows up a gas can, um, and ever since <laughs> I did that, like every time I see it, I just know the two Mythbusters are. So I just upset. love how the bullet penetrates it. And then it glows. It glows before it explodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's that's an entertaining movie. That's I, a I mean, that's a good one to mention because I, I thought they were gonna do like it was gonna rain right before they bombed uh, right, the city or right. something. Um Yeah, I was expecting like after the in the end where the guy walks off, there's a storm behind him, so I was expecting oh. to like start raining and all the zombies coming back to life. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that that'll do it for uh, this review. Um, thank you, Todd. Thank you, Mungo, and uh, thank you, Papa. Um, I'm dead. <laughs> not Papa. Um, for for joining on on this uh, review and spoiler discussion. Uh, make sure to stick around for a couple more reviews coming uh, very soon. Uh, bye. We'll see. Bye. Bye.